0: hey guys and welcome back to another episode of kt takes i'm your girl tay and i'm kim and we are so excited that you joined us today so kim i know you like during current events so and prayer requests so why don't you (laughs) jump into that one
1: Yeah, so you know, happy to be here on this rainy day. Oh my gosh, it's raining so much in South Florida. Please pray for us, you guys. We have a whole (laughs) tropical situation happening outside. I don't know if it's a storm or it's just a a disturbed depression or what, but it's supposed to rain all day. It's really gloomy outside. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it is so you guys if you all have ever been to Florida then you know that there is one or two se- one of two seasons either it's dry or rainy that's it hot and rainy that's it so um yeah that's what's going on here but we have a lot of celebration going on across the pond uh, for the Queen's Jubilee, that kicked off this week. 70 years on the throne. Yes! Yeah. What a queen. <laughs> the longest reigning monarch in, really, in, in their history. So that's, it's really amazing. And, and, you know, everyone was worried that she might not make it after... Uh, her husband's passing but i'm actually like i'm i know i'm not there but i actually do kind of get excited with the royal stuff too
0: (laughs) me too i really do especially the duke and duchess i mean wait duchess megan and prince harry my bad
1: (laughs) (laughs) the Sussexes. Sussexes. yeah (laughs) i love them they're really
0: cool yes oh
1: man she looked great he looked so handsome uh, As yours. always, yes, <laughs> and you know William and Kate were there too. But
0: <laughs> yeah, we love you, William and Kate. I promise. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, man, it was just nice to see them there again. Of course, the tabloids were, were going to try um, what they do, but you know, shake off the haters. They were. We are happy for them. Um. Unfortunately, in the U.S., we saw another set of shootings um, from gun violence, and, you know, sometimes it's very difficult seeing these stories, and you just want to close your eyes and bury your head head in the sand and say, stop, you know, just wish the whole, everything would stop. But, you know, we can't do that. We have to make sure that we're alert and we understand what is going on. And we pray fervently that God would decrease the amount of violence and hate and just uh, mental illness going on in the world.
0: hmm Yeah. And, and just having compassion. And being able to, let's see how I would say this, like really lay down our lives for others. Not like physically our lives, (laughs) but like things that we hold so dear that might be hurting other people. So, Yeah,
1: like it's not okay to take out your bad situation on other people. Mm-hmm. It's not okay, especially because every bad situation, God has made a way of escape. But if you build up your whole life and the lives of other people, including innocent children, then, you know, you've made the worst decision at the worst time. It's it's not okay. And, and praying for our government officials that they really come together and figure out a way to solve this because the toll is beyond bearable.
0: It really is. Yeah.
1: So I know that's so gloomy. Do you have anything happy for us today?
0: Um, <clears throat> well, <laughs> this topic, I mean, it, it could be lighthearted. I think it, it can be. We're going to circle back to christian dating so this will be our part two of that discussion oh uh, yeah this reddit was really juicy uh-oh we're, yeah, we're Kim, it was. <laughs> it was really juicy but like before we even dive into that one like basically yeah. the premise of it was about i guess we can talk about standards mm-hmm. you know our expectations of christian dating i mean we're we don't have a special guest on today sorry guys (laughs) yeah (laughs) we'll just just share like our personal perspectives right now i mean like for me personally i remember let's see it's like yeah i mentioned it in that episode where we first started talking about christian dating that i started praying for my future husband like at 17 years old Mm -hmm. and yeah 17 and I oh my gosh I cringed so hard <laughs> when I looked back at the little letters I used to write and I was like looking back I'm like Taylor like seriously don't cringe no 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 it was like I grew up very I grew up very quick but oh I mean like like I, I'm a, I'm mature that's the word like looking yes. back at those things like the <laughs> right it was yeah. very cringy Like, now looking back, I'm like, Taylor, it's not that deep.
1: (laughs) No, but you shouldn't feel alone, though, because honestly, okay, I didn't write letters to (laughs) future husbands, but, you know, um, there were times throughout my life from a very young age that just out of nowhere, I just have the feeling like, you know, the person you're going to be with in the future, they need you to pray for them. So I would just stop and I pray. I pray for, you know, his strength, for everything that he was putting his hands to. I pray for clarity and decision making. I pray, you know, for his faith to increase, like all of that stuff. Like And and that has been happening for a long time. Mm-hmm. I've been now. It's like, you know, I still do it. And sometimes, I I can admit it, I'll I'll admit to you guys, sometimes I do have times where I'm, like, babbling myself, like, is this real, like, you know, is he actually out there? Like, am I ever going to meet somebody? But then at other times, it's, like, the promises that I had from God or or things that happened when I was younger that led me on that path I felt like it was important for me to keep my level of faith up because Mm -hmm. you know that type of that type of prayer doesn't go unanswered
0: that type of prayer
1: does not go unanswered and
0: like I get the idea of like is this person out there because yes. like, I, when I wrote my letters, like, I really said, like, I don't even know if you're out there person, but I'm just going to write this to you, like, one day. Like, if you, if I ever meet you, and, like, I'll give it to you before our wedding day and be like, yeah, this was about you, and I didn't even know who you were. But, like, some of the things like, I would write about were things that were not going to matter yes. eternally. So that's why I'm saying, like, I, that's why I cringe when I look back at it, because it's like, Taylor, <laughs> what the heck? He doesn't have to be, like six foot tall i mean everyone's taller than me <laughs> mckee really doesn't have okay i did not have a standard of six foot tall necessarily but in my head like i had a certain picture of what i wanted true and god was like mm-hmm, that's cute <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> right that so, yeah. no what some of the things like i would write it's kind of like what taylor some standards are kind of unrealistic yeah <laughs> like come on like this person's probably not gonna like everything that you like you're probably not going to be able to talk about every little thing. Yeah. But um those things shouldn't be determining factors. And, like, as I grow, As I matured... As I grew... I barely grew... Y'all. I'm still the same height. <laughs> but as I... <laughs> as I matured... Looking at the... I started... I stopped writing... um, I stopped writing those letters and started writing prayers instead. And that really shifted my heart focus. Because, like, sometimes... I would have weeks where I would just like write, 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 write. And then months would go by and I would never pick it up again. And <laughs> then i right. will come back and I'm like, God. <laughs> like I would literally write prayers and be like, God, this is, it feels weird praying for someone who I, Don't know. I hope is out there. But at the same time, like sometimes it feels like he's not. Yeah.
1: And you know what? I think that, for, for people listening, for our listening <laughs> audience, thank you, first of all, but um, I know for some of you, it sounds a little weird and outlandish and kind of, mm-hmm. it may even sound like our heads are in the clouds, but it's, you get a different perspective when you grow up in church. You, you grow up with the spiritual world being so close to the surface of your life, and I, I've being out among every all the people now or because I don't want to say out in the world but being out like and, and engaging with people of different backgrounds who grew up differently I'm realizing for me the spiritual world is right there just you know for me, it's almost like you could reach out and touch it, but for other people, it's so compacted and so far back. It's like, what are you even talking about? They, mm-hmm. they have no comprehension of, you know, intercessory prayer and understanding of what the, the purpose is even for, who are you talking to even? So it's, it's, it can be difficult to understand if you're not already spiritually minded like
0: that. Mm-hmm. And I think, oh. like, for me, I know, like, I learned early on that marriage is not something that everyone gets. So I think, like, I prayed with that mm-hmm. in mind. Like, God, like, if you have this person out here, here are the things that I want to pray about. Yes. And if you want me to stay single forever, like boo-hoo but it's okay like I know it'll work out in the end like it's yeah. not like I'm gonna miss out on life if I don't have someone next to me even Congrats. though like I want there's nothing wrong with desiring these things and I think that like, God puts those desires in us for a reason because some people mm-hmm. just have absolutely no desire to get married and they're fine yeah. but on the other hand <laughs> I know right and like for me as someone who I've seen my peers, mostly non-Christian, because I went to public school. Mm-hmm. They and even my Christian peers. Oh my gosh! Like I've seen them get with people who are not necessarily number one majority of the time. Like they weren't Christian. Mm-hmm. The person that they got together with, and I would just see like their destruction. I'm like, I literally don't want that. So I was yeah. like, I was always like the girl in my friend groups who would never really get attention from guys, and if I liked someone and I told them, like, it was just, no, we're friends. I'm like, cool. And for me, it's like, I guess the disappointment would be in my head. Like, no one is interested in me. Like, it's cool, God, if I just stay single. But I would really like to have, like, someone special like that. And, like, as I read scripture and stuff and saw how God designed marriage and, like, the purpose of it and everything, I'm like, wow, this is something so beautiful. Like, I want that one day. If it's in your will. Like I Mm -hmm. God is not obligated to bring anyone to me. True. You know, and like these standards that I had Kim. (laughs) (laughs) He really took that list and ripped it up. (laughs) (laughs) And now like I can look out and be like, I don't need perfection. Like that's not the goal. Like, if I need perfection, then I just might as well wait until Jesus returns and right. have that marriage feast, you know? Yeah. You <laughs> All know what in happens. Happens. But I think, like, the beauty of it is when two people come together for one goal and they grow closer to Christ individually, and then they also bring each other along mm-hmm. and they learn how Christ views the church, how Christ died for everyone how christ gave himself selflessly like sacrificed himself how god pours out his love his mercy his patience even his justice even if it doesn't feel good like we know it's for the better like knowing that that can be built in a marriage it's like wow i want someone like that it's not gonna be comfortable obviously i don't want nobody in my business (laughs) (laughs) to have someone like you can trust like that yeah. Like an embodiment of the relationship between Christ and the church is a beautiful thing. And I, like, who am I to put my standards on what that should look like? True.
1: Because that, that's, that's the whole concept of marriage's ministry, you know? When they say that you're not just getting married for yourself, mm-hmm. your marriage is actually going to minister to other people about the love of God. And, like, one of the most important things that, anyone ever told me growing up was that when you get married, if you marry the wrong person or you marry someone against knowingly against the will of God, that's one that's one sin, that's one mess up that you can't correct easily because now you've made an oath before God that you're gonna stay with this person that he already told you that you shouldn't have. So to divorce that person, just because suddenly now you're upset, unless they do something that qualifies as divorce, then it's like, okay, so you're just further breaking God's will. So it it was always put to me that it was really important that when you do get married, that you're marrying the correct person according to God's will as well. Yeah. And honestly, that that stops me a lot of times, like at the very beginning yes. of the relationship. <laughs> it like, it it, it it shows me like a lot of people when they're just like the relationships that you were talking about, when it's someone with, with who's a Christian with someone who isn't necessarily a believer, they get those red flags from the beginning, but you go flying past those red flags until you end up at a, a, a cave-in in the road that you can't drive around, and then you have to turn back after you've gone all this way. But my thing is, as soon as I start seeing red flags, I, like, turn around immediately. So sometimes it makes me feel like maybe I'm not giving people enough of a
0: chance
1: to actually, you know, be,
0: <laughs> be yeah, the I right Yeah, I see what person. you mean. And like you said something, like m- being with the correct person. And I think yeah. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to find the one. And like, mm-hmm. let's be real. The one. That's true. I think, um, like you'll end up who you're supposed to end up with at the end of the day. But I feel like the idea of the one, especially in Christian circles, like we've idolized that to mean the person that we want. They have to check off all these boxes that I want that i'm looking for in a man of god and it's like right so what if you were married the wrong person like don't you kind of mess that up for everyone else (laughs) (laughs) so i think like you can marry whoever you want like that's my thing you can marry whoever you want but that doesn't mean you should you know and it's like you might have okay say we're we have a bunch of christian guy friends who are all great people following after like like pursuing him wholeheartedly there's like nothing wrong like green flags for all of them right? right we just have to use wisdom and discernment like god like
1: which one is for who me? do i
0: engage like who do i like engage relationship with and if it's if you get with person a and god's like no not this person even though they're a great person like trust when you let go of that person you open up for another person who might be the person that god in his perfect will wants you to do kingdom business with to be a, like yeah. be that ministry with and it's like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves i think where yeah i think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves at least i did and i was like oh if he doesn't read his bible every single day like i physically cannot and it's like girl you don't even do that <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> like even though you should like, I, realistically I don't like how can I hold someone to that standard and I don't even do it myself you know yeah but yeah yeah get in your word every day I, if you list, if you have to listen to it read it hear a sermon like engage with the word every day <laughs> but like little things like that I was like if I'm not walking wholeheartedly in these things like why in the world would I put that standard on someone and like once God like builds me up like that where I'm developing like my discipline, then I can have like a broader view and be like, okay, now I know I need someone who's disciplined, like who has a sense of discipline, who follows through, who's intentional, and all that. And then I can be like, okay, maybe this person is interesting and you can like date, get to know them, evaluate them. And if it's not in you know, fact if that Christian guy is not exactly like if you don't feel peace about it, like that's okay. Cause God I feel like God would really guide us. Where we need to be, if that me- that was long winded. <laughs> <Like, laughs> look, I don't know I've heard so many talks about it. I'm like, that's really interesting. Like, you can free will, you can marry whoever you want. But at the end of the day, like, be with someone who's gonna honor God with you, who's yes. married, like that marriage is gonna honor God and bring Him glory in the end. If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Because like no, sometimes no. it'll be like a clear answer, like no, no, no. But when it's like when you have a lot of options, I guess, it's like just step out in faith and I'm sure you will direct you where you need to go.
1: Yeah, that's really it. Because I, I, I do think sometimes I um, just get discouraged. <laughs> um,
0: same, sister. <laughs> it is
1: quite easy to get discouraged. Yeah. So so that's, um, that's what I think of when I think of standards. Like what does what is it that I think is best for the my growth into the future as far as um not just being a Christian but mentally financially emotionally that that's the things that I'm thinking of when I'm Mm
0: -hmm.
1: interested in or or looking at someone and evaluating whether or not to be interested in them (laughs)
0: No, yeah, that's real. Like, literally, like we don't have to mention being a Christian because that's like the baseline. Y'all got to be on the same page, like number one from the get-go about that. Like, you do not be equally yoked.
1: Well, a lot of people identify as Christians, but there are a lot of different levels to Mm -hmm. whether you know are are they a Christian. Let me say it differently. There are different levels to it because there are different dominate de- de- denominations. There are different um there there are different viewpoints. Mm-hmm. There there are different um, even your location sometimes d- differs in the way you think about Christianity and how much of a Christian you are. You know. Mm-hmm. In certain countries, because being a Christian is illegal, to be a Christian, you have to be a a, a saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost-filled. Like, the love of Jesus has to be radiating from your soul for you to actually lay down your life in order to be a Christian. But in other countries where everybody's a Christian, but nobody's actually acting like a Christian, you can say you're a Christian all day and still also say that you believe in
0: five different healing energies <laughs> like. listen boys do not come across us with no rocks chakras cheat none of that. It's holy spirit jesus and christ and god alone <laughs> like, yeah, really? no but li- what i mean is like let me see if i can say it better like yeah you have like you have the same foundation pretty much and then you build mm-hmm. on from there if that makes yeah. sense Yeah, because you're right. There are different denominations and some people hold tight to tradition and call it Christian and I'm like, "Mm, it's really not. You know, but if, yeah, so you want to make sure like you're heading the same place spiritually, if that makes sense. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, basically what I was saying, but you just elaborated on (laughs) it. But yeah, and the reason why I wanted to talk about this today Is because I came across this Reddit, Kim, and I was like, Miss Girl, what? (laughs) What do you mean? Like, I'll read it, okay? Okay. Much love to the sister in Christ, but we got to dive into this one. So the caption is, Depravity One. And like, that's the first thing that caught me. I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) what is this person going through? Right. Yeah, so it goes like this. I'm a woman. Me too, sis. (laughs) I I came to the conclusion depravity won. As As most women out there, I wish I could find the right person to have a family with. But honestly, I gave up on that. Maybe my faith is shaken regarding this particular aspect of life. I'm a strictly practicing conservative Christian, which means I can't relate with most people like what they do and what they think out there. Okay, even wait. Christians have let immorality okay. penetrate profoundly their hearts and minds.
1: Okay, wait, Tay, are we pausing in the middle of this because
0: we can uh, pause? <laughs>
1: practicing.
0: What? What? Back up.
1: What did she say? She was
0: a strictly practicing conservative Christian. What? What? What is that? <laughs> Kim, when I. <laughs> we discussed this we could we discussed conservatism yeah in, in and, the
1: podcast
0: yeah last week and you blew my mind with that explanation because personally like i did not know that's what it meant yeah because growing up my association was with conservatism was christianity so when people would say like are you christian i'm like yeah but i'm on conservative <laughs> like, you know mm. but then for this it's like her Identity immediately is like strict conservative, yeah. And then I'm a Christian. It it feels like she's
1: taken a political party and created the denomination. And maybe it's not just her. Maybe it's maybe it's happening all over the country. It is happening. Kim, we live in America. (laughs) Yeah, no, that just hit me. That 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 is what's happening. They they formed a denomination
0: behind a political view, but where's the Jesus in that, Miss Girl? That's a whole other podcast, but we can get into oh. it. Like, I'm I I'm, I'm not afraid to, yeah. Like what I've noticed, because let's be honest, I'm only 21. When did I was able to vote? Like three years ago,
1: yeah.
0: And I okay, that's when I became more politically aware of what was stuff going on in the country. Other than that, like I just knew Obama, and that was it. Yeah. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. Like, I was never into politics, necessarily, until I turned 18, where I had to vote. So I was, like, watching everything unfold. Yeah. No, I didn't even vote when I was 18. Because, oh my goodness, when did I vote? When I was 19? Or 20? Oh, yeah, because it wasn't a presidential election. Yeah. yeah, so I had, like, a couple years to, like, watch and see stuff going on. And I was appalled. I really was. Yeah. I really was. Because people took God and slapped him on something that they created and call it God. And I'm like, pause, wait a minute. So stuff is not adding up.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. Okay. Just one more thing to interject because of what you just said. Mm-hmm. Did you know they have like the golden idol of Trump? Oh yeah, I saw when, when they came these... out.
0: I was like, I was y'all like... really out here doing idol worship? Like, like, they don't even in see it. the fact that they don't even see it
1: is 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 disturbing it's disturbing
0: it is and that's why i feel for this person because mm-hmm. of her because of that circle that tight circle that she's in like there's yeah. nothing wrong with having conservative values like have yeah. them, whatever that's you okay but then when you tie when you tie that so closely with Christianity it's like yeah
1: to the point that now you're distorting Christianity and mm-hmm. making it something that's not of God
0: it, then- exactly and I think that's like as we read and dive into it like I think that plays a huge role in her perspective mm-hmm. but at the same time I can see where she's coming from so where was I okay so yeah basically she's saying that christians have let immorality penetrate profoundly their hearts and minds i mean we in america <laughs> right western Christianity's a hot mess but then i mean there are good parts but majority of the time it's tainted so she says people are so deeply morally corrupted that they think i'm too radical well i'm in peace at least I don't have accusatory thoughts and have been accomplishing many things in life congrats to you
1: okay wait pause <laughs> she said I don't have accusatory thoughts immediately after having an accusatory thoughts did did, did that actually am, am
0: i am i hearing that right or you are because when I first read that <laughs> when I first read the post like I didn't <laughs> as i'm reading it out loud i'm like wait a second (laughs) this is deeper than i thought basically her idea of being a conservative christian a strict one means that she's at she has a standpoint in society where she can look out and see the faults of Christians in, outside of that circle. Basically, mm-hmm. whatever happens in our circle is the right way, and that's how it should be. And, and anyone else who happy. even thinks, like, oh, women should have a choice. Like, any Christian who goes, oh, an, a woman should have a choice in saying whether or not, like... She wants to be pregnant. Yeah, she time. wants to have this kid or whatever like that. Or if a gay couple wants to adopt a kid or get married or whatever, like. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Or even just, like, associate. You don't even have to agree on the beliefs. Like, you can just say, like, I'm not going to even associate with you because you you look like sin. Mm. And I think that's what is going on here. And I, transparency moment. Like, I used to be, I wouldn't say I used to be like that, because I went to public school in high school. <laughs> but yeah, I spent goodness. most of my time in Christian circles. But I always saw people's flaws. So I didn't necessarily have, like, a high expectation. But it's, like, I've seen depravity of humanity from an early <laughs> age. I think God, would, like, really opened my eyes to that.
1: Like, mm-hmm. considering
0: I got saved when I was six years old. Like, I, when I tell you boo-hoo crying at the Easter story, because I didn't want to hurt Jesus, yeah. you really... <laughs> He really found me, like, in that moment.
1: So I think, like, my
0: eyes were open. And I'm like, I can't live in a world where I'm not associating with people. Because God literally said, like Jesus said, go out into the world and make disciples of all nations. Yeah. And if I can't look at the image of God next to me and be like, hey, you're broken, but I know someone who who can make you whole again, if I can't go to that person and I'm just stuck to people who have the same exact beliefs as me, then we are disobeying.
1: Yeah, I mean, Jesus sat and spoke with the woman at the well for the longest time, knowing
0: all of her sins. And, and she was a done. Samaritan, too. Yes. And Jews did not associate with Samaritans. Exactly. And I think it was, wasn't it
1: the Sabbath They correct me if I'm wrong, but I want to say it was even the Sabbath on top of that that he was talking to her.
0: I really don't remember. He just did a lot of stuff on the Sabbath. Yeah, yeah, he did. And and,
1: and he he did it purposefully to let people know, okay, listen, y'all are too much into
0: religiosity right now, and you've completely lost sight of God. Like literally, they've lost sight. Like you're absolutely right. And I think. Like her phrase, like right there, kind of reminds me of that. Like, yes, staying so close to those that practice that tradition that you cannot see humanity for what it is and Mm -hmm. God's grace and mercy on those people. Yes, but think, but saying, like, I don't, I'm not a judgmental person because I've accomplished all of this, so you have it's basically like, I've done all these things, so I'm an expert. Yeah. But let I, me continue. I'm let no me stop being mean. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> okay, let's,
1: go back. let's go back.
0: She yeah. says, I'm coming to the re- realization that I might stay celibate forever. It's okay. I can live with that. As long as I'm with the Lord, I'll always be fulfilled. God's enough. It's just shocking this realization. True men of the Lord seem to be extinct. End of rant. God bless you all. From her high horse. Anyways. So- <laughs> my bad <laughs> no what for real like i don't think Wait, she realizes
1: so she said all godly men are extinct like have you okay so you've met all nine billion people on the planet to say like half of them are men <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> maybe even if you talk to the women somebody will tell you listen ma'am that's not no what are you doing no
0: <laughs> like i get her sentiment like it can feel like there's no one out there but miss girl like you're in a circle like a tight circle and you're not even looking beyond that so of course it's gonna feel like like majority of the time i think like in that circle most of those guys might be married like let's be real and of course it's not going to be anyone available will be going <laughs> either they're pursuing someone else or they're married or just old oh, okay or they're your brother you know what i'm saying like, and it's like someone in her circle You know? Yeah. Is there not anyone in your circle who you can be like, oh, you're a true man of God, then that's kind of like, yikes. Maybe look beyond your circle, because there are so many faithful Christians Mm -hmm. out here in this world. And it's like, when you see them, it's like, wow. You can't help but be drawn to them. Men Mm -hmm. and women, boys and girls. Mm -hmm. So they're out there. I promise you. (laughs) It feels like they're not, but you just gotta... Let's let me dive in because I think I know like a little bit more of this issue. Most of okay, her perspective like, breaks down in the comments. Um, someone was like, "There are good men, but none are perfect. We are all sinners, undeserving of eternal life. Try to extend the grace you've been given." Exactly.
1: That's part of the Lord's prayer. That's yeah, literally you're supposed it. to forgive those who have trespassed against you, the same mm-hmm. way that God has forgiven us. Let's, yeah you
0: know. and her response to that was i don't know i'd rather be single forever than be with a man who's not able to bathe properly lusty glance at women born consumers inadequate behaviors around women etc wait Does did someone you on, a, like, a, wait 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 back yes. up. what
1: was who's not able to bathe properly
0: no behave oh my gosh. <laughs> Ooh, <right. Damn. laughs> Kim, 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 <laughs> behave, behave. My bad, I y'all. Behave, not babe. babe. I was Please. like, where is she getting these men? Who <laughs> <Ooh>, child? <laughs> but literally, first problem. <laughs> yeah that that would that would have been a huge issue. No, guys, it's behave properly.
1: <laughs> Someone okay. who can
0: act properly around women. Mm-hmm. But basically basically someone who's not like sexually immoral pretty much that's she that's basically like the thing and someone who behaves inadequately around women like I don't know what she means by that but I'm guessing like she has a standard in her head of what that would mean like for me personally like an, an inadequate behavior would be like you're just plain out disrespectful
1: like, I can get that. Like,
0: you do not want to associate. Then just don't. <laughs> like... Right.
1: Uh, okay, so I, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Honestly, in this era of Me Too, now there are still some guys who have completely gone left and have just decided to be disrespectful to every woman. There are still plenty of those. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, in this era of Me Too, I think men are the most respectful that they have been in a very long time if for nothing else they're scared of having someone say something foul about them
0: oh my gosh (laughs) my friend was literally saying that yesterday he was like I'm like literally me and my guy friends are afraid of like just even looking at a girl yeah because she might come through and be like you know what you harassed me and assaulted me
1: So, I mean, I, I'm not caping for 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 men. That, like I said, there's still you know the manosphere online is still a thing. There's still plenty of guys who are you know being not so good to 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 their female partners, but. Mm-hmm. As far as just men in general in the workplace and all of those things, they have been on their Ps and Q's because absolutely <laughs> and like, are I being think, taken like, down even... from 20, 30 years ago.
0: They absolutely are like even people in our generation, I say like, even my yeah. generation, like a lot of them are pretty respectful. Like they know yes. like they're more aware. I would guess I would say that a lot of them are just pretty progressive in the sense Mm -hmm. that they're not, like, I want a woman who's going to make me a sandwich. Like, there are some of them fools out there. Like, I promise you, they are. They they still exist. But a majority of them are just, they see, okay, like, I just want someone who's down for an adventure. (laughs) Right. Like, like
1: for all she's saying right now, okay, I I remember growing up in the 90s and Play a game with each other. They used to um, bet each other to run up and, and touch on a girl. Like, yeah. there'll be a group of girls playing, and whether they're jumping rope or playing hopscotch or something. And so, out of nowhere, a boy would just run past and then he'd, he'd grab someone, and then the boys would be there laughing. Nobody's taking accountability for it. Nobody, they're just like, okay, just go play. And now that's, oh, that's immediate sexual assault. That's expulsion from school. That's a billion parent teacher confer- conferences and um, a school wide assembly on sexual assault. That's what would happen now.
0: Yeah, even in colleges, like when I was at school, like w- literally orientation, we sat through, it's probably a couple hours about that, as yeah. knowing what to do in certain situations. Like learning about consent and all that. So like, there's mm-hmm. been measures taken to make sure like people are, the resources are there, and like people have accountability. Like there's accountability in place. Yes. So yes. like, yeah. So Miss so, Girl, like, she's just stuck in her circle. Yeah, she and can't she look out. Men do like you could tell she has
1: not been around men for like regular guys for for a while. She and hasn't. I
0: feel like in conservative circles, it's like, don't talk to guys. Like, if I see you with someone, it's like, yes. Yeah. And honestly, you know, like, when in classic, you would say it, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. I'm like, you can't, like, I don't want to, like, don't talk to boys, don't do that, like, don't even look at them, don't hold hands. Oh my, There's a joke on, like, Christian memes and stuff, it's like, pre pre-mar- premarital eye contact, like, don't even look at them. So I think that's probably was part of our upbringing. So she's not even. So she she's not even looking at people to be like, stuff. "Oh, you got good qualities." It's like I'm not even looking at you, <laughs> but I'm alone and I want somebody. <laughs> yeah. Let me stop laughing because we were once there, but then someone came next to her, not her, but like not physically, but someone commented, "I am just one man, and I don't partake in any of those behaviors. Not that I never have." But Christ gives me strength to battle those those demons and suppress them. I will say a prayer for you now. God bless you, sister. So, Miss Girl, there's literally a man in your comments. He's Mm. right there. Yeah. Like, right there for you. (laughs) Not saying you have to go with him. But, like, that's literally someone, like, right there. And someone said, like, let him. They brought out the verse, like, let him who is without sin cast the first stone. Mm. Like, someone, like people are always going to struggle they're not going to be perfect yeah you know and then if we see someone like we're interested in them but they're struggling with this thing you can be like hey friend i'm praying for you i want to see you overcome i will be your accountability partner let's make sure you are on the right track even suggest like hey here's other people who you can be around godly men who will help you through this who have been where you've been Mm -hmm. and came out on the other side stronger and they can help you put things in place to overcome this but it's like you can't just look at someone and be like "Mm, not good enough
1: yeah just oh i can already judge you yeah because you look
0: at because when he was 12 years old he looked at uh, um his Uh classmates like, what, Like <laughs> you're 12, like, hormones and stuff. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. The standards. That's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of these standards. Yeah. Sometimes come from a place of pride. And we forget where we've been.
1: Yes. And I think um, in the Bible, it speaks about you should not look. You, you should not judge the speckle that's in your brother's eye without looking at the plank in your own and I really think that speaks to pride it, mm-hmm. it speaks to if you are constantly pointing at everyone else and saying you're a, sinner, you're a sinner you're a sinner you're evil you're this you're bad because you do this 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 and this the the plank that's in your own eye just like you said that's the pride that you to get rid of and uproot that feeling as though you're you're better than everyone and everything and you're so holy that nobody can
0: talk to you or tell mm. um the verse that you were mentioning it's found in matthew luke and what's oh, found in the gospels i'll just the gospel accounts <laughs> So but yes. this one that I found is Luke 6:42. I'll read it really quick just so people can get an idea of where we're coming from. It's backed up in the Bible. Yes. So it says this is Jesus like red letters you <laughs> know. So he says in Luke 6:42, or how can you say to your brother, brother, let me take out the splinter that is in your eye when you yourself don't see the beam of wood in your eye? Mm-hmm. Hypocrite. First take the beam of wood out of your eye Mm -hmm. and then you will see clearly to take the splinter out of your brother's eye. Yeah. Absolutely. Like we are all sinners. We all have our struggles and if we cannot have grace, then we're doing this thing wrong. And what that
1: verse is really saying, if you are so busy looking at this person and condemning them and calling them a sinner and, and seeing You know, oh, you're evil, you're this, you're that, trying to beat them up to correct them. That does not help take the splinter out of their eye. You taking your own pridefulness out of it and looking at the person in love and looking at them clearly, that's when you might be able to see oh, the root of their issue is in their own, you know, physical insecurity. So they push, push that out in the world by making, try, trying to be overly flirtatious to get everyone else's approval. Maybe just hugging them and saying, you know, you're enough. You don't have to flirt with everybody to prove that you deserve love. Maybe mm-hmm. that is all that person will need in order to fix up. But you beating exactly. them up is not gonna
0: help you know yeah and I, and think about it logically like imagine the picture you have a whole beam of wood in your eye how, how are you lo- how are you seeing how are you seeing <laughs> because that person you out of the little corner of your eye that you can see that you might see that person fall down and struggle but you mm-hmm. you miss the whole other picture with they've been repenting Mm -hmm. they've been asking god about this and they've been on a clean streak for like a year and they just stumbled today 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 alone today alone and And you don't see them get back up and continue on in their walk in this race but you just see the one moment they mess up and you're like "Mm, you're disqualified exactly and it's like brother and sister my brother in christ Mm -hmm. you have a four by four (laughs) (laughs) sticking out of your face like, you look ridiculous
1: <laughs> but pride but you... is really that hard for us to see sometimes when when we're overly prideful it's it's very difficult have you ever tried to tell somebody who's overly prideful to to just chill out that they're being they're, they're they're a little bit too into themselves their head is a little bit too big it does not work well
0: it does not go over well it doesn't I think like <laughs> even reading the comments I think because of her upbringing in that strictly conservative, borderline legalistic background, it's like that's all she knows. Mm -hmm. And for anyone to come out with biblical truth that's not legalistic, like actually explain things that Jesus has taught and said, It's like an attack against everything she knows. And she's building up this wall saying, "Mm -mm, I don't want anything. I'm just going to stay celibate. Not even single. Like, sis, what does celibate mean? Because you... Right. You could have been dating this whole time.
1: You don't have to be carousing. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll say carousing. You don't have to lay down with everybody that Ask you to uh, who claims that they're a christian
0: yeah like literally it's not about that and i think like the purpose of marriage is not to be like oh you meet my standards here you can have me it's number one they're both submitted to god and we're on a goal to make our marriage like minister to people Mm -hmm. so they can look at us and be like god brought you together or let me hear your story of how y'all got together how like there's something different about this couple like let me find out about it and then like you share the gospel that way it's not about who's worthy enough for me to give myself to that is not the goal of marriage and i think in a lot of conservative circles i hate that conservatism is conflated with christian christianity but in those christian conservative circles it's it's been damaging. Like I'm on Twitter and I've seen people's stories. Even these highly revered pastors and leaders in these circles mm-hmm. are so immoral. Mm-hmm. But then you look up at them and be like, oh, but they deliver the word of God. I'm like, sis, yeah. he has little girls and boys that he done like ruin their lives. You like messed up, their, like stole their innocence. But you're not going to see that at all like it's not gonna be out in the public he is, yeah. he's not gonna come up to him like yeah I struggled with this no all you're seeing is the pride and and the loftiness and seeing "Oh, I want to be just like that but no you don't mm-hmm. know what's happening behind closed doors you don't you never do and, and I bring I... that up because in one of her comments she was mentioning like her brother and father I'm like okay that's cool like you have I guess, um, male examples. Yeah. Male examples of what you might be looking for, you know? And then she says, um, my, someone was, I guess like trying to explain something to her. And she's like, my brother has those high qualities. My dad as well. So I definitely have high standards because I've seen it in my own family. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But someone's like, then why not go to them for advice? Like what you should look for. And hear their story. Because they, they did not just arrive. Like, they were just not born mm-hmm. perfect. Or even where they are right now. They just were not born. Like, it took something. They came from something to get here. Yes. You know, and she said, the same way my brother and dad are ready and built those qualities already. Her brother is four years older than her. So she's saying, either I'll meet someone ready as them, or I'll be celibate. And she's like, I'm a doctor, so I'll be fine. I can use my time to help people to serve the Lord. But like, I don't that rubbed me the wrong way. I think it's like, you- if you don't meet my standards, like not even, if you don't meet my unrealistic standards, like I just want you to be ready and that's it 100%. You need to be perfect yeah. in my eyes. But if you're not there, then I just go help and love other people. But you can't even love that person in front of you. So how are you going to be going and loving other people, you know, in certain the world. world? Like he could be trying to teach you something. Yeah.
1: And I, I think, you know, we as Christians have to really guard against falling into the trap of of putting God in a box. Mm-hmm. God, God is bigger than every box we can create for him, however you want to identify that.
0: <laughs> no, but for real, like, if your really God female, agrees with you yeah. on everything...
1: Yes, God is... is is God's thoughts are above our thoughts. His ways are above our ways. And I know I've said that before on the, on the podcast, but I mean, I can't reiterate it enough. If you are telling yourself that... Oh, uh, this has to be exactly what it is. And I already know, but there is no one who can possibly fit this standard. God has not seen fit to create this person for me. So you've already limited him uh, uh, twice there.
0: (laughs) I'm going to even think about it.
1: And then to say, okay, well, so I'm just going to choose to be celibate for the rest of my life, and, and that and that's the only way that I can serve God. Wait, did, did God tell you that that's the only way that you can serve him? One. Two, did God say that he didn't plan anybody for you? Honestly, you don't know who God can have for you. I'm not calling it down on anybody, but it could very well be that someone who is in jail right now for all types of criminal activities may find the Lord sincerely while in there come out change his life and be the sanctified person that she has always wanted and ready to be the man of God in her life but she has not even left the room open for something like that to
0: happen Mm, that is true like for me like, I, that's why I'm, like, I feel for her. Like, I see where she's coming from. And at the same time, like, she really can't have these unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, like I was saying earlier, like, God ripped up my list. Mm-hmm. Because, like, literally no one's perfect. And it's, like, um, like, just even logically speaking, in life, like, no one's born a husband. No one's born a wife. Like, mm-hmm. They, it's a developmental process into that. Yes, we're all in a journey, and even when you do get married, in a year even in a few months, that's not the same person because you would yes. have gone through other things that's going to change you one way or another. Yes, it's going to reveal things. Develop together. Like I was listening to this, um, uh, these two Christians on YouTube. They're married, and one of them, the lady, the girl. She, so the girl and the guy that he started talking and they were dating and stuff. Like things were going great, and then he said to her one day, like, "Hey, I struggle with porn," and she broke down. She was like, "Hey," and he just he was upfront about it and said, "Like you're like you're an amazing girl. Like I want to be in your life and everything, but I struggle with this." And they broke down together, but they worked through it together. She was like, "Hey, if you need time to go work on that." go ahead Okay, and then in the end eventually i did get together but he was just not husband material like off the bat obviously he went through his struggles and like i'm sure they've had like their little ups and downs in marriage but they've obviously worked on it and like even when you watch them and see them it's like wow like you can tell like god is 100 in the midst of their marriage and it's like if if We disqualify people based on their past. Yeah, Miss Girl. Then, we, we why are you, like, why up. are you saved? Like, how did you get saved? Exactly. Look, look at look at Paul, who wrote most
1: of the New Testament, who wrote many of the books that these conservative Christians are pointing to as their reasoning for doing this or doing that. Uh Paul used to murder Christians.
0: He was the ultimate conservative Jew. I guess you can say that.
1: <laughs> yes. Paul used to, he used to seek out Christians, bust up their, their prayer sessions to drag them in and have them murdered. That's what he was doing. And then suddenly now he's the person preaching and writing books in the Bible and converting people to Christianity. If the other Christians held Paul accountable for, or, 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 I, I shouldn't say held Paul accountable, but gave him recompense for what he deserved, for what he did to, to the other Christians, then we wouldn't have the books of the Bible that we have now. A lot of people wouldn't have gotten saved. A lot, the, the gospel would not have spread as widely as it did under Paul because he did a lot of missions, mm-hmm. you know, that he made that his
0: life's purpose. And imagine like even he's he writes a lot about like marriage and and all that so he's been around people to observe where they've fallen where they've struggled and he wrote and gave advice like hey this is this is the way that god is calling us to live
1: yeah and so you, you have to think about it all of the things that god has used They've always been broken vessels. Gideon was a broken vessel. Ooh, scared Gideon. Gideon. That's my dog. <laughs> yeah. Gideon Ooh. was scared, frightened, didn't wanna, you know, go to war, but God sent him to war. You can't you can't disqualify people thinking that oh you know everything about them you know all of their potential because you did not create them god did Mm. and that's once again that's the plank that's the four by four in your eye that you have to take out
0: absolutely and i think like because of her upbringing and all that like it's teachings and such that have been instilled yeah instilled like they've been exploited and then given to her and and seen as truth and everything like that and it's like mm-hmm. no these are man's standards majority yeah. of the time because mm-hmm. if i went based on my own standards like right now i would probably be in a very unhealthy relationship <laughs> like if, one thousand percent if if we all went on man's
1: standards uh neither of us would be worthy of anything
0: <laughs> one thousand i don't even think i'll be alive right now
1: <laughs> trust me literally but we would took. not be here we would not have this podcast we would not be talking
0: absolutely kim who taylor who right <laughs> literally but it took letting go of. like i was saying in that first um part one it took me a series of other events all related to dating for me to like mm-hmm. absolutely trust God and be like, no, you really have this in your hands because I'm at wit's end. <laughs> yeah, And it took those things to be like, okay, if you trust, if I can trust you to take me to the right school, I absolutely know I can leave this in your hand. Yeah, That if there, if you have someone out there for me, if it's your will for me to be married, then I know I can trust you to bring that person. And obviously like, he has like, God has like, destroyed my list. Like I said, like, I'm seeing people, and I'm like, whoa. You make this beautiful. Wow. Like, and it, people who I would never even, like, look at, to be it. honest, because yeah. they weren't blonde-haired, blue-eyed Christian boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. but I'm not even, like, literally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, no, because I, I switched, okay, i'll preface it by saying like i went from middle school to a predominantly white school and that was like my first time really around white people so for me it was like well oh, that's a whole new world <laughs> and that's why like, i had that weird standard oh my gosh preference oh gosh, okay preference, but then yeah. god was like sis
1: <laughs> Girl, to do some
0: he really did spiritual heart surgery on right. my own
1: heart. <laughs> I was, like, not specifically going here.
0: But... <laughs> no, sis. It was specific. Like, I wasn't even looking at you. But he oh, came God. through. Yes. Well. He really did. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Taylor, you always give me a laugh. <laughs> I gotta be honest. Like, literally, that's that's where I was. He delivered me, folks. <laughs> if he did it for me, he can do it for you, too yes but yeah we can yeah. absolutely trust them we just need to let go of i'm not saying get with any and anybody i'm mm-hmm. not saying lower your standards oh, sure? but make sure those yeah. standards are grounded in truth and the word and that you consult yeah. god about it exactly because god can bring you a broken person someone who struggles with pride or humility or is like selfish yeah. selfishness yeah but it's through your marriage that that person become selfless because now it's not just about him it's about you and the whole family that he has to make decisions where he's thinking about you and that transforms him
1: yeah and i I really want you know there's this push there's been this push for a while for women like men hating women oh Mm -hmm. all men are the same all men are dogs all men are trash all men are like there are so many of those slogans and you don't need a man, sis, and all those things. Strong, but,
0: independent, right? But but God... No, sis, I'm soft,
1: and <laughs> right. But God, God made us all to be with each other. Like He, He didn't make people to be alone. He saw Adam was alone and said that ain't good. Like mm-hmm. from the very beginning. So don't necessarily put your your mind in the space that you know, half of the population is just trash. No, that can't possibly be. People are people, whether male, female, black, white, green, people are people. And they're going to be good people and they're going to be bad
0: people. And you cannot tell by how they look
1: or what gender they are as to whether or not they're going to be good or bad.
0: You just got to look at their lives, bro. The fruit on the tree, is it a fruit of the spirit or a fruit of the flesh? yes can you see god pruning that tree so that it can really bloom and blossom like can you see god's hand in your life yes if you say yes then okay if you say no you know not to even engage in that area
1: right because because the last thing you want is to have the person who can speak this talk and Walk the walk and do all of that stuff, and they 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 look and they sound to you as everything you think a Christian should be. And then when you get home behind closed doors, they are the meanest, crass, most miserable people. And then that's what you want to live with for the rest of your life.
0: I do not want to be a trophy wife. Personally, I don't want to just be up in public like, yeah, I love him. And then behind closed doors, I'm like, God. <laughs> right not if it's saying not that
1: me who goes who who pu-
0: pushes themselves towards
1: that standard that they're going to be mean spirited i'm not saying that but i'm saying if you if those are the only qualities that you're looking at and you're not really considering the whole person then you won't find yourself in a bad place
0: <laughs> one thousand like you might end you up you lonely, and lonely and miserable yeah just like, like uh, this is me mind. i'll i'll tell you like i would pray like, oh my gosh like god send me a good christian man like whatever you want him to be yeah and he's like okay here and i'm like because eh, he doesn't have this and that and like you literally Right. Like
1: for you, Taylor, if God sent you a good Christian man who hated Star
0: Wars, I... Look here. I'd I'd have to go through some serious fasting and prayer about that person. I'm kidding. I'll convert him to Star Wars. It's okay. He'll be fine. (laughs) You would like Star Wars, future husband. I promise you that. The Force is with you. Yes. You're going to come to the light side with me. (laughs) Yes.
1: Oh my well okay everybody if you've enjoyed the conversation we'd love to hear from you please subscribe to the kt takes podcast channel wherever you listen to your podcast and also you can email us at hello.kttakes at gmail.com or
0: you can follow us on Twitter at KT underscore takes and you can reply to our post, leave comments and suggestions and really join in on the conversation. We yeah. truly appreciate your support.
1: Thank you guys. And until next time, have a great week. Bye. Bye.